Welcome. Fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. Almost didn't get through that. <laughs> I'm JR, and I'm joined with Lucas. Is that uh, whatever? Uh, Star Blast? Yeah, Star Blast. Yeah. We had to get a little energy kicked up in here. Hopefully it translates to my CPU, and it yeah. gets kicked up as well. If it doesn't, you just pour some of that on it. And, it uh, might fry it. We don't. I don't know what's in there. Well, I mean. Anyways, well, Lucas <laughs> is here. He's here. We, yeah, we're here. Um, ignore Siri. Siri's yeah. trying to butt in. Uh, Nobody asked Siri. All right. Here's the deal. Before we get started, house cleaning. Make sure if you're on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, I think you're missing a pivotal part of the game watching experience. I think there's no better place. If you want to be on social media during a game, Twitter's the place. I agree with that. Because there's a lot of people that you can see what they're saying in real time. And it's awesome. It is. Um, We tweet a bunch of stuff in real time during the games. It's fun. It's the fastest way to get stuff out there. You got a little traction this weekend. I did. We did get a little traction with a tweet. I Uh, mean, you say we, but. Well, you're part of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like when your when your wife does something, you get a little okay. bit of credit because you married her. I'll take it. I'll not take that a, you did anything yeah. good, but she. But like I'm attached to this thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll take um, a little credit. Yeah. Uh, someone tweeted that if Nelson Allegor, Allegor, Allegor. Here's here's Agalor. That's my contribution. Agalor. Yeah. If he caught the slant pass against Dallas. Mac Jones might have back-to-back 75-yard touchdown passes. To which I replied, there's a lot of stories that could be told if Nelson Aguilar <laughs> caught a pass. Oh, very true. It was good. But make sure that you go like our, like follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook page, because Facebook now does podcasts on Facebook. So when we release this, it looks like it's about 12 to 18 hours that it takes to get from when it's actually published to available to listen to on Facebook. Only on the mobile app, you can listen to the podcast. Um, and it's just there. So if you like our page and you're following us there, it'll pop up in your news feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it confused me last week. Yeah, like I, I was, texted you. I was like, what's going on? This is the last episode, I not had, the new episode. I, I think I might have been one of the first people to get it in. I only saw one other podcast, at least from people that I follow that popped up shortly after. But. Yeah. So anyways, uh, very cool. So make sure you do that. Follow us on Instagram. Um, there's not really a whole lot else that goes on over there that doesn't go on Facebook, but it's another place that people hang out. So yeah, follow us there. Invite your friends. That's my social media plug. There we go. I uh, like it. Just had to get it out there. We don't talk about it that Grow much. the community. We usually only talk about this at the end of the podcast when no when, one's listening. Yeah, when everybody's already out. Yeah, so we try to get you up front here. Because we've tried to quit talking four times by then <laughs> and uh, unsuccessfully every time. Yeah, there's always something that pops up. So, all right, let's get started with our toppings. Lucas, you get to go first this week. All right, I'm going to kick it off with some positivity. I'm going to start with positivity because we had none of that last week. None. Positivity. There were a couple ridiculous catches that I saw as I was watching the games this weekend, and I just thought if you haven't seen them, you should look them up and know about them. One a fellow by the name of Tershawn Wharton plays defensive line 
for the Kansas City Chiefs. You could put this one in the somewhat lucky category, you know, with good. But helmet catch. Helmet catch, except not his own helmet. Somebody else's helmet with one hand. He's he's trying to make his way to the quarterback. He gets a hand up to block, knock the pass down. And he doesn't just get a hand up. He, like, swipes to the left, somehow catches the ball, pins it against the offensive lineman, keeps a hold of it. One of the craziest interceptions I've ever seen by a defensive lineman. It's just a heck of a play. Uh, the other catch was Julio Jones's helmet catch. Um, bounces off the back of the head of, I don't remember who it was, the defensive back. I should know who it was, but I don't. Bounces off the head of the defensive back, goes straight up in the air, and immediately the defensive back kind of just relaxes, but Julio tracks the ball the whole time, gets over on the sidelines, catches it, toe taps, falls out of bounds. Huge play for the Titans. Yeah. It, it really made a big difference in the game. <clears throat> it did. That um, was. I saw that after the fact, um, mm-hmm. like on the replay, because I missed it in real time. That was epic. It really was. And I, I watched the game live. It made a big difference. It really made an impact on the momentum of the game. Um, yeah. So a couple of fantastic catches this weekend. I mean, Just Cedric really Wilson had a good one. Um, I see that one. Yeah, it was the fourth down on the drive to go down, kick the field goal, tie the game oh. for the Cowboys. Like, he was full extension up, got the feet down. Um, and then... Um, I don't remember who it was. Um, had one on the sideline. I think it was Thielen for the Vikings. He had one on the th- sideline on the end zone. Like Kirk Cousins threw it right over the pylon, mm-hmm. and like he got his knee in barely. Like it was yeah. pretty impressive. So I don't know if I just saw more of them this week or there was more of them, but there was just some really good catches this weekend. So a little positivity. Great plays being made. By talented athletes. Well, that was positive. There we go. But on Friday, <laughs> someone dropped the ball. But um, this is my first topping. Okay. It's kind of a three-part topping. So, like, <laughs> maybe like an Italian sausage on the pizza. Like, there's a lot of ingredients in it. Uh, Friday, the NFL announced there were no other people that had anything negative in the what is it, like 160,000 emails, 600,000? 600, I don't know. A ton of emails. Uh, John Gruden was the only one that said anything negative, um, which we both find hard to believe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially because going back at David or Bruce Allen was sending the pictures to John Gruden. Yeah. If, if there's no one else that was on that yeah. thread, I find it hard to believe. Yeah. Are you telling me that the guy who's willing to do that with Gruden was not had no right, right. no other person that he was doing anything like that with. Yeah, so I find that hard to believe. Um, and then Saturday, uh, David Baker, the chairman or whatever of the Professional Football Hall of Fame, um, announced his retirement immediately. <laughs> Effective immediately. Um, weird timing. <clears throat> uh, maybe he was playing that all together. If so, horrible time. Yeah, should have done it. Like why would he? Have if done he it was planning it ahead weekend? of time and then decided to go ahead with the plan now, bad decision. He should have pushed. Well, it, it makes no sense because then he went to Pittsburgh and did like the ring ceremony for the Steelers players. Why would he not wait till retire after that? Because right. like he's just a person at this point. He doesn't even yep. work for them. Not so even the guy anymore. Doesn't even matter. So yeah. I have a feeling someone told him he had to find a new profession somehow. Yeah. 
yeah. it was a situation where if if the uh if this is what we think it is, the NFL says, Hey, we got some dirt and instead of like they send it to the Raiders and tell the Raiders you got to do something about it. The Raiders right. do nothing. The NFL leaks it, quote unquote. Yeah. So this I time, have, I have a feeling if John Gruden would have been fired or resigned as soon as right. they were they notified, would have of never emails, leaked anything. This right? never would have been leaked. No right. one would have known. So here now, this guy knows that the NFL means business. He either leaves or he's going to leave in two weeks right. anyway because they're leaking this stuff. And also, I believe that the Washington Football Team was planning their. Number retirement of Sean Taylor, which you might be too young for Sean Taylor. No, I remember him. You do? As yeah, I was young, but I remember. Yeah, him. I, I mean, I remember. Him. I remember him destroying the freaking punter. Yeah, in the in that the was, Pro Bowl game. That was epic. bring back that kind of Pro Bowl game. Yeah, um, but they had a jersey retirement, which no one's worn the jersey. Mm. No one's worn his number. Since, but now they've kind of made it official. Yeah, like now it's official. But like the players, they weren't. Yeah, nobody was going to touch it either way. Right. And it's just sort of one of those things like no one wants to go to Green Bay and wear number four. Right. Why? The number's retired, but why would you want to? Yep. Um, But they had this, and it sort of seemed like a hodgepodge. They didn't announce it until like Wednesday that they were doing it Sunday, and they are doing it when the Chiefs are coming to town. Like you don't want to – it's like a homecoming game. Mm-hmm. Pick, you want to win. Yeah, you want to win that game. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they had the number paint on the sideline, and Jackson Mahomes did a TikTok dance on it. Number one, TikTok's ruining everything. Yeah. People should just stop doing TikTok dances, period. I don't care where or when or what it's about. Just stop. Yeah, like I see like on Facebook, there's like videos of compilations of all these TikTok videos. And, like, I'll sit in there and I watch them on mute because I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. And it's like, these are the most annoying things I've... I hate it. I had it. Get out of here. And I deleted it. I've never had it. I'm not going to have it. Yeah, Stop. You're better off for it. But anyways, they, they didn't even have it really roped off. Like, should have Jackson Mahomes done the TikTok dance there? Probably not. Is he a horrible person because of that? Probably not because of that. There might be other <laughs> things, but, like, that particular instance doesn't make him a horrible person. I don't, like what? Why is it on the sideline? Yeah. Why isn't his number like in the middle of the field? Like this is about or him. somewhere on the field. Yeah, this is the in game an end zone or, or something. Like nothing. Like maybe a football in the end zone with a two-one on it. Right. It's just anything or put it on the forty-yard. I, I don't care. But just a two-one on the sideline where you're gonna make the Chiefs. Uh, You'd never even see it on the yeah, like. Unless you knew it was there, it's not like the only reason we know it's there is because Jackson, Jackson Holmes, Holmes brought attention to it. Hundred percent. So maybe he's a good person for this. Only publicity. Uh, positive. We spun it around. There we go. There we go. What's up next? <laughs> uh, next, uh, we'll go negative here on my list. <laughs> Sean McDermott's an idiot. I disagree. In my opinion. I disagree. So for those of you who are not aware how the Bills and Titans game ended, the Bills have a chance with, uh, there's like 15 seconds, 20 seconds on the clock. I can't remember now. They have one timeout left, I believe, or two. Time's not an issue. They're on the two-yard line, I believe. They're like three. They're on the three-yard line, maybe, and they need the two for a first down. So they're they're almost in the end zone. Yep. Um, to your point, they haven't had much success stopping Tennessee in the second half especially. However, they're only down three, 34-31. It's fourth and one. 
they run the offense out there, run a QB sneak that gets stuffed, they lose the game. I think that was a dumb call. Kick the field goal. It's almost guaranteed from that. You're kicking a 15-yard field goal or whatever. First of all, it's it's a horrible QB sneak. Yeah, it's horrendously executed. Really right. poorly executed. Yeah, yeah. I, um, that's not his fault. Like, no, that's not McDermott's fault. That that goes to the left guard. Like, and so if you're looking at this at a decision standpoint, you got to take all your factors in. One factor is field goal ties the game. Right. This other factor is one yard. We get a first down. And we get at least two cracks at the end zone before we get a chance to kick a field goal. Yeah, that's what I said. They had some timeouts. They still had right, some right. time. So they had one timeout. They could stop the clock after the first down. And then... From a yard away, you could throw like it. Like two cracks at yep. the end zone. And you never know what happens. Uh, Josh Allen probably scrambles, gets tackled. They lose the game anyways. It's not McDermott's fault. But anyways, you think that my six foot, what, three or four... 240 pounds. I think he's five or six. Is he six? Whatever. I think he's six. My defensive end that plays quarterback can probably (laughs) fall forward for a half a yard. Because I thought it wasn't even a full yard. Yeah, it was. They were close. They were right, right on the line. Right. So you think we can fall forward for half a yard? You think? But they got blown up. Yep. The left guard. Uh, So fantastic defensive play. I think the analytics they put it out somewhere. If they got the first down, they had like a 49% chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. If they kick the field goal, they have a 46. So it's really close in the numbers game. But really, the determining factor is if they give the ball to Tennessee. In OT. In OT, their defense couldn't stop Derrick Henry if they had to. He ran around over through. Most of the second half. Yeah, I mean. They might However, well a lot of there. his yards came on a 78-yard play. I, so, I I do get that, but like... But they did give up a 78-yard play. <laughs> like, There's two sides to that. What was it? Uh, They put a thing out like yards after contact. Yeah, he was over 100, and then they just put up the pure yardage from the two Buffalo Bills running backs, which yeah. was 30-something, I think. Like 30 combined yards yeah. after contact. No, combined yards, period. Not after contact. No, these were just after contact yards. Oh, Henry's it? were after contact. Theirs oh, were just yards. Gosh. Period. It's just hard. Yeah, to that imagine. was the even worse part. <laughs> it's just hard to imagine. Yeah. I, anyways, it was one hundred percent the correct call. They have to go. They have to go for it there. No, like you said, what what was it? The analytics, which I don't necessarily buy all that. But like forty nine percent chance if you get it, forty six percent chance if you kick the field goal. You have like a 99% chance of being successful in the field goal. You've got like a 60% chance. I don't know. I'm making these numbers up. I mean, those nine times out of 10, if you line them up for fourth and half a yard with Josh Allen to do a QB sneak. I don't know if it's nine times out of 10. I, I bet it's nine times out of 10. I don't know 10. that it is. Not when, you, not when the defense is that ready for that. I don't know. That was a great defensive play. It was a fantastic defensive play. And there's a chance somebody's going to do that. If you kick the field goal, it's hard to block a field goal. It's really hard, especially like that's really hard to block that field goal. If they kick the field goal and they lose, everyone comes after McDermott because he should have went for it. Because the analytics say you should have went for it. Uh, If they go for it and they get it, but then they don't score a touchdown, they have to kick a field goal. Like, People pro- or 
they don't score a touchdown and for some reason don't get to kick a field goal and they lose. It's his fault for going for it. If they go for it, they if they kick it, lose in overtime, it's his fault. Like there's no he loses in every situation that they lose. Well, right. People are always gonna crit- no matter what you do, somebody's gonna find fault with it. Right, but I like, think a lot less people would find fault with him kicking it and taking it to overtime. You believe you've got the better team, which right. I believe the Bills are the better team. They're the better team. So you prolong the game, the better team has a better chance as the game gets prolonged. But there's also a ton of analytics with if you're the road team, end it now. So there's a ton like, I'm really on board with that nine times out of ten. Like it's if you can end it now, end it now. Because you don't want it to continue because they got the fans. I am really on board with that a lot of the time. I am the person who would make that call a lot of times. And I thought that was a dumb call last I night. I think though. it was great. I would prefer my coach to err on the side of reckless abandon. I would too. And I think he did that, which is good news because my coach, who knows what the heck he's doing. <laughs> he, <laughs> he doesn't even know he, what down it is. He's reckless. He doesn't do anything. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah. All right. Your second topic. Baker Mayfield. I feel for this man. <sighs> I feel bad for him. I know you don't want you don't want to think anything positive for the Browns because they're better than your Steelers. They may not be now. Well, not with everyone that's hurt. Oh man. That's not the way I wanted it to happen. I'm just saying they're struggling. <laughs> there are injuries are I mean, last week one of my toppings was the yeah. Browns are decimated. It did not get better. It got worse. Yeah. Uh, Baker So, Baker Mayfield has a dislocated left shoulder that popped out again. Yeah, he's been when, dealing with this. Right. And people were like, I don't see what the big deal is. This is non-throwing shoulder. I'm like, I mean, this doesn't matter. You don't throw a football, and if your shoulder pops out, you're going to wish it didn't do that. You're probably not going to throw a football. Yep. Even if it's – you're definitely not going to go out there and get hit. Yep. Uh, I think it's amazing that he's – I mean, you know, Emmett Smith rushed for like 100 yards with a dislocated shoulder. No big deal. But, like, you know, it's not like going on IR for a finger. Oh, I should have made that one. We'll talk about that, too. Oh, <laughs> stupid two-minute drill thing. The what? Uh, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, but I feel bad for Baker because this is sort of his prove-it year. Like, prove you can be our franchise quarterback. It is. They're having a rough time. Odell's back. But I think that makes them worse. It's not. I still believe that it makes them worse, and it's not because Odell stinks, because Odell's still good. It's just him and Baker don't work. Mm-mm. Doesn't work. They need to make that not be a problem. Right. He's not doing them any good. Yeah. Um, They're paying him too much. But the hurt shoulder, like Chubbs out, Hunt's out, defense is injured, giving up. Yards left and right. I mean, he's set up for failure right now. Yeah. And I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. But I don't think he's bad. And he's not going to get a big contract. Right. He shouldn't. I agree. I think he's a B minus. Now, what I believe should happen, whether this happens or not, is what I think should happen. Because there's a certain quarterback. That may want a new home next year. <laughs> He's used to playing in some bad weather at his current home. Oh, are you going with another? You know, there's been another AFC North team that has been rumored to be in this running. 
I, I at no point do I think that's even possible. I, I know. I'm just saying. So now you're introducing a, a you know, I think a new NFC North or AFC Aaron Rodgers twelve to Cleveland. Oh, you can't tell me that that is not a dangerous combination. It very much would be because the Browns have probably the best rushing attack. No. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Nine out of 10 weeks, the Browns have the best rushing attack. I mean, if not 10 out of 10 as a team, as a team. Yeah. Derrick Henry's he's his own rushing. He's ridiculous. Lamar Jackson's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I feel bad for Baker because I think he's getting the short end of the stick. He's not getting a chance to really show. He's not the quarterback that's going to go out and win you the game by himself while your entire team's injured. Yeah. He's not that like He can't do that's that. That's the Aaron Rodgers. I don't even think Patrick Mahomes is in that category. What? I don't. Like, Aaron Rodgers would go through times without Devontae Adams, without any of his best receivers, and they would go out and just put up points all over the place. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is there yet. Who else is in the category then? Nobody? I think maybe Stafford. So you think the category is... Rogers, Stafford. if we're talking like purely quarterbacks, yes, guy who wins you the game by himself, like yeah, that category. Yeah, I think Mahomes is in that. I think every game that Stafford won in Detroit was by himself. I, yeah. especially it's after, after Calvin Megatron, Johnson. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely put Stafford. Definitely put Rogers. I'd put Mahomes in it. I'd put I, probably Lamar Jackson. But in the it. problem is, like Mahomes, he's in it right now, and he's not. His receivers are sometimes literally harming him. They're not. Sometimes he's harming himself by doing stupid things. I agree. I agree. I think I said it several weeks ago. Maybe he's not all that good. Maybe he was just lucky. But I think he's still good. I think he's still good. But those ridiculous plays were mostly luck. He did have one where he scrambled to the right through all the way across the field to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That one was not luck. Yeah. But also, no one else even attempts that throw. Right. That's part of what makes him special is that and he's willing to try things that nobody else will try, and he's good enough to make them happen, sometimes at least. So Brett Favre. Why not? Yeah, Brett Favre. I love Brett Favre. I do too, but... Brett Favre's great. He led the league in interceptions he and did. touchdowns. He did. All right. Let's hear your third one. All right. Thing. My third one is uh, Derrick Henry related, and he probably is already in this, but, like, man, Derrick Henry should be... There's maybe three guys who should be in the MVP conversation. Derrick Henry is probably one of them. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Derrick Henry. I think those would be my three. There's a lot of the guys that are close. Um, but So we just need to rename MVP. It's the best quarterback award. It is, because you're like, never going to win it as a running back. However, if you... They have won it as running backs. Not anymore, you're not going to. Right, I mean, I don't yeah. think so. In the past, you could have. Now you're not going to. But, like, I think I think there needs to be some more awards. Like, let's have an off. Like, Tyron Smith has come back and been a literal game changer for the Cowboys on the offensive line. And his impact is endless within a game. Because he impacts almost every play. There's no chance, there's no way that you would ever see an offensive lineman anywhere near some sort of MVP award. Absolutely not. But maybe there's a point where they should. Mm. 
you just can't measure their success the same way you measure quarterback success and team it success. It can't be called most valuable player. That's what I'm saying. But like most valuable player is not most valuable player. It's quarterback well with best numbers on team. The problem is on yeah, a good team. I, I agree with some of that. The problem is the quarterback is often the most valuable player because whether you have a game changing great left tackle or not, it really helps. However, the MVP you can win a Super Bowl and you can be a good team without. The MVP will be a starting quarterback of a one or two seed in the playoffs. Very likely that's true. Guaranteed. Very likely that's true. So but it's maybe not an for MVP. Good, but maybe for good reason. Because if you take that guy off of his team, that team is not the same. So and I, if you put a lesser guy on there, that team is significant. I'll throw out my just imagine like Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield. You're just talking about if you take Baker Mayfield out of Cleveland and put Aaron Rodgers in giving health and all that, like with the team that they should have Cleveland goes from good playoff team with Baker Mayfield. I think with everybody healthy, good, strong playoff team that you could definitely get beat by. They go some to teams have. Yeah. Some teams have, they go to really, really strong Super Bowl contenders, really strong with yeah. one guy. You take whoever the left tackle is out of Cleveland and you put Tyron Smith there, I don't care. It doesn't move the needle at all for me. Like it just doesn't it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. It'll help. I mean the problem is Lamar Jackson's the MVP front runner. He is. I don't think it's close. Unless he falls off a cliff, he'll win it. Yeah. But Derrick Henry, if you take Derrick Henry player off of the year. Yeah. If you take him off the team, you put somebody else on it, Tennessee is not winning that game last night. They're not winning a lot of games. He'll be offensive player of the year. Dak will be comeback player of the year. Lamar's probably going to be MVP. I feel pretty confident in saying most of those things. Trayvon Diggs might be the defensive player of the I year. I knew you were going to say that mess. I knew it. All right. All right I, wa- I watched the pick gonna, from we're this. Gonna, okay. We're going right. to get there. All right. But first, we're going to get to the best in the nation. Jimmy Christmas. Jamal Adams. Oh. So he, he comes to his, <laughs> this man. His like Sunday Night Football <laughs> intro. He's like, best in the nation. And then his pro football focus is like 65 out of 84. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. It was. And then Ben threw it into his face mask. He did literally hit him. It Which, almost by the way, stuck in his helmet. It was like five yards away from his receiver. It was a bad throw. It was a bad so, throw. This was, and we're gonna get to the game right after this because he bounced it right off Adams. We're head. well into this. We're we're behind. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We we got sidetracked yeah. there. All right. We flipped every. We got sidetracked at the beginning. We normally do. Yeah, it at the that's end. right. That's what happened. It's weird. This might be like a two-hour episode. Um, <laughs> hold on. But like it hit him directly in the face mask. He didn't catch it. Rocked his head back. That's horrible. That's a it. Di- is. That's a defensive back. But because of that, <laughs> the Steelers won the game. Maybe not all because of that. Mostly. Maybe not all because that of that. made a massive difference. That helps when the defense doesn't catch the ball that you hit him in the face so with. So here's the but, deal. And we'll talk about the game, but I want to give you my two cents about it first. Steelers and Seahawks, who played on Sunday night. Good game. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been. I agree. It should not have been that close. Um, so the Steelers are playing the Seahawks, who always struggle when they come to the East Coast. Always. Look back last year when they went to Buffalo, and they got the brakes. That run did off. not go well. <laughs> they always struggle 
this was a later game, so I didn't know how much it would affect being a later game versus an early game. I think it had to help, if anything. It had to, but, like, Russell Wilson wasn't in. Chris Carson wasn't in. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> they had DJ Dallas coming in, who was on. Yeah, Dallas's. Alex Collins got hurt. Yeah, like, decimated. A lot of injuries. Um, they still ran the ball effectively. I don't know why, at the end of the game, they stopped running. They just ran for like eight yards of carry for like <laughs> all the way down the field. And they're like, oh, we should throw it three times. No idea why. Made no sense. They should have just kept running. Our secondary is the weak point. Um, there were a couple things in the game that were weird. The TJ Watt unnecessary roughness penalty was. I didn't get so. I'll admit, I didn't get to watch most of the game because we had an event at the church that night that I was in charge of. Uh, and, uh so I got the watch. He was trying to punch the ball out with some haymakers. Okay. And he got flagged. What? Yeah, it was a little bit. It was difficult. All right, I haven't seen it, but that's it was bull difficult crap. to enjoy that failure for them because it felt wrong. Because it was a bad flag. Yeah. Um, okay. But for the second straight week, Ben Roethlisberger has intentionally thrown it to the wrong team, <laughs> and it was dropped. It happened twice against the Broncos. Maybe against, there's something about his ball that's just hard to catch. Maybe that's why Deontay Johnson's out dropping passes all the time. He needs to maybe get that's some, what it is. Maybe he needs to get like – so my dad, he's getting older. He can't see as well. He's got one contact and one eye, no contact in the other eye so that's, that he can see close and far away. That's an interesting strategy. So maybe that's – Ben's getting older. Maybe he needs to do something similar. Yeah. Man, dude, he's, he's only a few – he's not that much older than me. I know, but he moves really bad. I mean – it's real bad. Anyways, um, yeah. So I think it's a game the Steelers probably should have ended up losing. And as a Steelers fan, you have to be excited that your team won. I am. But you also have to be. I'm discouraged that it wasn't a bigger gap than it was. You we should have. discouraged that their offense still looked. Yeah, I was going to say, oh. so last week I had some hope. We looked better. I'm not going to say we looked incredible because we didn't. Better. This week took a step back, I feel like, from what I saw thus far. Not watching the whole game, seeing highlights, watching the fourth quarter. It didn't look great. It wasn't. It didn't look great. The run game sort of yeah. disappeared again. I know. That's the most disappointing thing to me. So there's Gosh, two things that happen, apparently. Run the ball. Uh, Big Ben goes under center, they hand the ball off, and everyone knows they're running. Because, because he never no, goes under center for anything else. Because there's no way that he's going to be able to drop back from there to throw the ball. Yeah. Because he can't move. Uh, number two is they run from the shotgun, and everyone just blows it up because the offensive line's horrible. Right. Those are the two things that basically happened that I, I saw know. in the game. Then um, that's part of the problem with, I mean, you watching the game, yeah. you know what's coming in those places. Yeah, like it's... Do you mean to tell me that defense doesn't know what's coming? Yeah, and their def- Seattle's defense is awful. It's not very good. I mean, they got the best in the nation back there. What do you want out of them? What was their average giving up, like 450 yards per game? I don't know. A lot more than we got. Yeah, a lot more. So Um, so anyways, I I feel like you fans should be – I want you to be encouraged now because you're probably going to get discouraged later. You know what I thought? I adjusted my expectations. This was my thought in overtime. After the first two possessions in overtime, I was like, I have two bets – that the Steelers have a losing record, they're going to freaking tie this game and end up with a 500 record. <laughs> they're going to go 8-8 eight and eight and 1. Like, that was my thought. I was like, they're going to do and this. And nobody's going to win on the bet. 
I'll get, no, I said they would have a losing record. Yeah, we said we bet. have a winning record. Yeah, uh, well. I guess. We'll just all go out and pay for our own lunch. There we go. Well, I'll just go eat lunch. And, I don't know. Anyways, uh, but do you I have will, any other thoughts hey, we're, about we're, the game? I mean, not a lot, really. Like I said, I didn't get to watch most of it, so I'm not qualified to speak. But uh, I am glad we won. I Don't get me wrong, but I'm not encouraged. Not a great win. Not a great well, win. Well, do they have a bye week this week? Yes. That's right. No, we had no I one. We don't so. have any football to watch. Well, we do, but not our teams. Yeah, not our teams. Dallas. But my team went up to New England. <laughs> tough place to play. It really oh, is. here we go. Here's the excuses. These aren't. Excuse- it is a tough place here to we play. Go. The Cowboys haven't won there in like seven trips. I understand most of those trips were against. I was going to say that that may not be. <laughs> it is a stat. Oh, it's a stat. So here's the deal. Um, they went up and they won a game where they made every mistake possible. How many penalty yards? They had what? 12 Some of those penalties, penalties were absolute. I didn't get garbage. to watch this game either. Like, obviously, same time slot. Some of but the some of the penalties were. I heard they had twelve nonsense. or thirteen or something like that. Yeah, it was over. That's crazy. They had that more penalty really yardage bad. than the Steelers had yeah. actual Period. yardage. Yeah, um, it was awful. Not that much, obviously. A little exaggerated. Like yeah, but one hundred and thirty yards, maybe. That's a metric butt ton of penalties. <laughs> Dak still had like four hundred and fifty yards passing. Yeah, so, a good fantasy day. Um, the run game was shut down a little more, which that. I credit they're playing against Bill Belichick, who can scheme a defense pretty well. I think we know that about him. Mm-hmm. And they still have good players on their defense. They're not a slouch. They're not terrible. I think they're better than their record shows. I think they've had a tough schedule. We don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell. They still don't have anyone to catch balls. Agreed. Um, but anyways... Cowboys made every possible mistake. Dak threw a pass, a little behind his receiver that got tipped and then picked in the red zone. They scored a touchdown that they didn't call a touchdown, and then when he dove over the top, he fumbled because the defender punched it out of his hands. I mean, kind of a freak play, Mm -hmm. to be honest. So they gave up the ball in the red zone twice. They went for it on a fourth and one on like their own 30 on the first drive of the game, and they didn't get it. Was that Mike McCarthy's call? Yeah. <laughs> so then, Fourth and one, bring me a watermelon and get on the field. So then like they get called for another uh there was a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against one of the offensive linemen. We never saw a replay of it, so I assume it was just total garbage. <laughs> Which I believe that Bill Belichick's plan going into the game was all right, we can't slow down the offense, so we need penalties. Draw penalties wherever you can draw penalties. And I think they were like putting their own head on the Cowboys players' hands to get hands to the face. <laughs> I, It was just ridiculous, right? Like so many penalties. Uh, Trayvon Diggs got flagged for an unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, but uh, Keneal, Harry, Nikhil. Nikhil O'Harry. Nikhil, like in apostrophe, Keel. Nikhil. Keneal Harry. He's out there. Is that like Al Galore? <laughs> Yeah, Keneal Harry and Nelson Algalore. Fits. Um, <laughs> who cares? Uh, he Diggs was covering him for the first like two possessions, and every time you saw 
Harry had a hold of Diggs' face mask every <laughs> single time. And then Diggs like threw a punch at him, got a flag. And I'm like, he's been grabbing his face mask for two drives. Um, but the Cowboys, they were dominating the up and down the field. They just made some mistakes in the red zone, got backed up with things. They went for fourth down. So then towards the end of the game, they got that penalty. It backed up to third and 25. They need a field goal to tie it to force overtime. And Dak throws to CeeDee Lamb for 24 yards. Big big time completion. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if it's Aaron Rodgers, Dan Orlovsky's just like gushing, drooling from the mouth <laughs> while talking about it on ESPN for three days. And but anyways, now it's fourth and one. Need a field goal to send it to overtime. There's like 19 seconds left, and Mike McCarthy calls a timeout and then sends his field goal team on. And literally everyone goes, why did you use a time? Like, <laughs> now you're going to have to kick the ball off if you make it. Yep. Let it go Turns down. Turns out to... he didn't know it was fourth down. Really? Yeah, he didn't know it was fourth down. He thought it was third down. They were going to go, like, then they were going to get the first down and then see what happens. What is he? He didn't know what down it was, so he called a timeout. Before he was supposed to. Wasn't Otherwise, Mike McCarthy a good coach at one point? So Maybe he, not. He's the worst part of the whole team. Oh. Which is amazing. But here's the thing. Gosh. They come back, they win the game. Dak throws a touchdown pass to CD. And then Jalen Mills hits him laid out of bounds. And CD Lamb stands up and gives him the wave. Which, by the way, the NFL tweeted a video of CD waving goodbye to Jalen Mills. <laughs> and then instantly pulled it back like deleted it because like oh are you guys celebrating taunting yeah so anyways that was funny but my big takeaway is we lose that game so many times over the last several years Mm -hmm. all the time not this year they didn't that's the point yeah they did have a pick six that helps yeah defense Um, making plays Offense making plays for the defense. The receiver could have caught that ball. It hit him in the hands. Catch the ball. Hey, when Minka Fitzpatrick's making these turnovers, you're just saying how great it's he is. It's the same kind of pick that uh, Tyreek Hill gave up last week on Patrick Mahomes where Patrick Mahomes hits Tyreek in the hands with it. Tyreek drops it, and uh, the Bills, whoever it was, secondary player, just grabs it off the tip, takes it back. Same thing with Trayvon Diggs. Somebody, uh, I have another, uh, turns out a fellow who works at the church now is also a Dallas Cowboys fan. Dallas. Yes, Dallas. And uh, doesn't that just work out nicely? And anyway, he was like, Diggs had another pick six. And he's like, look at it. Shows me the play. I'm like, well, good God. Everybody would have had a pick six. You got to hand it to right, him again. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Is Regard- he a good player? Yes. But golly. How many times can this happen? He has seven picks through six games. Which is not all luck. Not all luck. Not In fact, mostly not luck. And then everyone wants to play the next play. Kendrick Bourne catches a 75-yard touchdown, and they all want to blame Diggs. So Diggs cut under the route, and he probably shouldn't have. But the throw was also behind the receiver, and the safety... The safety blew it as bad as Diggs did. Oh, worse. Where was he going? I don't know. That's what Diggs was. I will say in Diggs' defense, that's why he was standing there with his hands like, what where, the heck? Where are, what you, are, you, where are you going at? Like, 
The receiver's over here. The ball's right there, and you're over here. He wasn't close to anything. You guys can't see my hands, but they're all pointing in different directions. They are. (laughs) All three of them. Um, That was ridiculous. Everyone wanted to, like, blame Diggs. That wasn't totally his fault. Yeah, he did give up. He gave up the catch. The safety gave up the touchdown. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I thought Mac Jones, he didn't play bad. But he also that was the only throw that he threw that wasn't within like a couple yards of the line of scrimmage. Say so I will I didn't get to watch the game. How did they end up with twenty nine points? Did Dallas's defense really, really struggle? So they gave him the ball in the thirty. So they gave and him then, one there. Yeah. But you get the pick six, so you get like Yeah, and then there was uh the interception in the red zone. Um there was some big run like they gave up a lot of running yards. Okay. And uh, Bill Belichick schemed against the Cowboys linebackers because they're undersized. And it's true. I think I said it several weeks ago, I think when Derek was here, pick whatever tight end's playing against Dallas because the linebacker's not the best. Yeah, that might have been when Jaden Smith was still around, though. Yeah, it still stands. Which helps that. They didn't get better when he left. I mean, they just got rid of weight that they didn't need. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um, I'm excited. So the point for you was Dallas won ugly. Yeah, they won an ugly game. They won ugly. And against a team with a great coach that schemed a really good Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh always wins ugly. And couldn't slow down the Dallas offense. Yeah, I mean, they put up, what was it, 34, 35, 35? Yeah. A lot of points. The yards were... It wasn't the point. It was the yards. They should have scored more. Yeah, if points. they turned it over twice in the red zone, and still scored thirty-five. That's pretty huge. Yeah, it was. It's pretty huge. Um, but I, th- I thought Zeke played well, even though his numbers weren't gaudy. He still played really well. Ceedee Lamb had two touchdowns and one hundred fifty yards receiving. Good for my fantasy team. Um, I wish Schultz would have caught the one touchdown instead of Jarwin. That would have helped me out. Um. But anyways, like the offense is just the offense is really good. I mean, it's it's. I think at this point, I would use juggernaut, like offensive juggernaut. Yeah, like the problem is, you have to try to slow something down, and they're just so good. They have a lot of, um, they just got talent on the edges everywhere. Bill Belichick tried to take away the tight ends and the run game, so they just threw it outside. Yeah. All over the place. Right. So that's the thing we saw week one against Tampa right. Bay. They didn't even try to run the ball, really. The tight ends weren't involved too much. They threw it to Cooper and, and Gallup Lamb. and Lamb on the edges, and they were really successful. A couple weeks go by. They've run the ball some more. They've thrown it more to the tight ends. They've got, they're have got really, really, really talented, almost everywhere, skill positions-wise on offense. Yeah, and their offensive line is Is very good. good. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I'm, I'm not as far as Michael Irvin. Yeah, I was getting ready to. Who went on get golly. up and said, "Buy your Super Bowl tickets, Cowboys yeah, fans. Get your Super Bowl tickets because we won't be in SoFi." Which, by the way, the other thing I thought about while watching the Bills game last night was, what if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, and the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, and then the Cowboys beat the Bills for the fourth time in the Super Bowl. Because the Bills have been there four times, and three of those times, two of those times, they lost to the Cowboys. <sighs> they went to four we straight only, Super Bowls. We can only hope and pray that that does not happen. <laughs> That's what we will do. 
hope and pray Dallas, first of all, doesn't get there. Second of all, does not win anything. I mean, anything the rest of the year. That's that's what we hope. The problem is their schedule is cupcake. It is very soft. <laughs> it is very soft. They pretty much don't play hardly anyone until the Cardinals in December. Yeah. Gee whiz. <laughs> Golly. And who no. knows what they're going to be in December. All right. We don't get to watch them next week. They have bye weeks. So your your team won't lose next week. Hey, we're two in a row, man. Two in a row. We're on a roll. I'd like to stay hot. All right, well, let's talk about fantasy. Because my fantasy team, we picked it back up this week. I did too. I had some late late minute changes I had to make because Chubb was out. Mm-hmm. I think Chubb is still out. I haven't heard. I don't if know he comes either. back, he's going directly in the lineup. As he should. Uh, against the Broncos because he's the only player they have. Um, But Edmonds had a pretty decent game. Aaron Jones had a big game. Cup. Huge day for Cooper Cup. Uh, CeeDee Lamb. Huge day. Kyler Murray. Big day. He had like four fumbles, though. What happened there? Kyler Murray did? That's what I thought it said on the stat line. Dang, son. I didn't know that until I looked at my fantasy team. must have been taken after Lamar Jackson. Um, So I'm not exactly sure what happened. It does say four fumbles. Holy cow. Four passing touchdowns. So it wasn't wasn't his best week. Um, I would have been better off if I started Dak. Mm -hmm. But I thought that they would have played a lot more coverage and tried to take away a lot of the passing options. It would have been a lot more run. And I thought it was going to be an ugly game. Right. Because Bill Belichick's coaching the defense, and that's the best part of their team. Yeah, it is. I agree. So, uh, and Josh McDaniel was also very good. So, um, my fantasy advice for this week is uh, beware of buys. Yeah. Let me tell you about that. Man, they're hitting hard, Holy dude. Holy cow. So my fantasy teams got back on track this week, too. Big wins in both leagues. Scored well. Played well. Lord have mercy. Is this week going to be trouble for me? Uh, right now, I'm looking at my Yahoo Fantasy League. Uh, currently on my bench, I have, as in players I could pull from, Taylor Heineke is the only guy on my bench who will play next week. Everybody else is on a bye or hurt. Still in my starting lineup is Dawson Knox and Justin Jefferson, who are also on buys. So at the moment, this week, not counting defense or kicker, I have what, one, two, three, four. I have five people that are going to play. So I'm going to have to cut some dudes just to pick up a tight end and a wide receiver to put in for this week. Uh, McCaffrey's hurt. Diggs is on by, Allen's on by, Dawson Knox on by, Justin Jefferson on by, Edward Solaire hurt, Logan Thomas hurt, Jarvis Landry hurt. Just a struggle. Uh, so I'm just going to try to live through the week. Um, other than that, uh, the only issue in my other league, uh, Dak Prescott on by, Russell Wilson on IR. So going to have to find a third quarterback. To uh, get in there this week, Chris Carson's still on IR for me, but uh, my advice would be, if you haven't already, probably everybody has, this is the point in the year, It's for me it's already been the last week or two, but ride the waiver wire hard. Hard. Uh, I had big wins, and I started a lot of guys 
from the waiver wire both in both leagues. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard, um, Chuba, Chuba, Chuba. I like Chuba better. Chuba Hubbard, Darrell Williams, I Damian like Williams, better, but uh, <laughs> Khalil Herbert, Akil. No, all those running backs. Um, Emmanuel Sanders has been playing well. Anyway, get on the waiver wire. So, I just checked to make sure. Nick Chubb is out Thursday night. Okay. So, Dearness Johnson. Go get him. Hunt's out with calf. Yep. Chubb's out with calf. Seriously, you need a running back? Go get him. Dearness Johnson and... Ooh. Let's check. I don't remember what the other guys Running backs are... can Even if they suck, if they've got enough volume... Player. Yeah, so Demetric Felton is the other one. They, the advice is uh, Johnson probably get the bulk of the carries, Felton pass game. So okay. if you're in a hurt, probably think either one because if I think back, Najee Harris had his best day ever against the Broncos. Uh, I think that's true. Yeah. yeah, so he had like 150 yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. Big day, so... Probably pick up, and I think the Ravens ran all over him. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right, because on the yep, fourth. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, yeah, ride the waiver wire. I'm sure you need players. There's a lot of people hurt, and buys are really kicking in. So. Yeah. All right. Picks last week. Um, yeah. I had Dallas over New England. I did not. Couldn't do it. Unfortunate. You knew it was right. There was a chance. You know, look, overtime, it was close. It was. It was close. It was not close. I mean, six points is close. It's a touchdown game in overtime. <sighs> Pittsburgh and Seattle. I picked Seattle, obviously. Okay, so we both missed them. We're both one on one through that section. I had Cleveland over Arizona. I had Arizona. And I think the Cleveland Chargers game had a big impact on this past week. I think those two went at it so hard that just like the emotional yeah, like, high, yeah, could have been because he carried both, over because both they both really stunk. underperformed yeah. this week. Um, I also had Baltimore over the Chargers, so I got I, that one right. I did not. I so I tied you. Yep, two and two. And then I had the football team over the Chiefs. Yeah, I did not do that. <laughs> well, I thought they were actually going to care about the, the number <laughs> retirement for Sean Taylor. Like I thought they were going to care. I forgot uh, it was just a PR stunt. Yeah, uh, they did, and I think they purposely put Jackson Mahomes there so they wouldn't look like the bad guy. Give him another villain. Yeah, like, oh, it's not our fault. He's dancing on the number. Yeah, that's that's the Urban I mean, Meyer John Gruden strategy right there. We put the number right where he was going to stand. Yeah, but he's we emailed there. him and told him stand right here. That's right. Check our emails. How dare he do that? Uh, all right. Let's. By the way, the games this week. If you got, if you need to go do something this weekend, <laughs> go do something. These yeah. games, there's two good games. And they're, they're like really. I mean, we looked at it. So I, I looked earlier. We were talking about it. There were one, two, three overtime games this past week. Week six. What a great week of games. Yeah. Week seven, not going to be like that. Very different. Yeah, I mean they are not good. Very different. Actually, all the good games are at one o'clock. Yeah, Broncos, Browns, interesting, a little at least. Chiefs, Titans. What? I mean, yeah. Bengals, Ravens, and Baltimore. Ravens, yep. Yeah, what? Nobody's. Yeah. I mean, the big games are Cincy, Baltimore, Kansas City, Tennessee. 
that's the list. Those that's are the, the whole list. I mean, like the four or five games are all like 15-point spreads, which, by the way, we're bringing in the spread for some of these games. Yeah, because that's the only way we can make the picks interesting. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, all right, so first of all, Cincinnati and Baltimore. This one's tough. It is. Like, it's hard to pick against Baltimore at this point because they keep doing it. Yep. But Cincinnati's pretty darn They're good. dangerous. Yeah. They're good. Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I want to, but I think I'm going to take Baltimore. Um, By the way, I think that you should be rooting for Cincinnati. I am. That's why I want to take Cincinnati. I am rooting for Cincinnati. So you think if you pick the other, then they'll win? Yeah, some sort of reverse psychology move here. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in your shoes, Lucas. A little reverse psychology. Yeah. See if it works out. I've been there. It doesn't always work. Uh, Kansas City and Tennessee. If you had asked me before this week, I would have said Kansas City easily. I was really impressed with Tennessee last night. I got Tennessee all day. Really? Derrick Henry might run for 250 yards. Kansas City's defense is pretty horrible. <laughs> I think I'm going to ride the wave, too, and go with Tennessee on this. There we go. I, I really – man. Yeah. All right. The Philadelphia Eagers, 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 the Eagles, the Eagles, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, they just traded Zach Ertz away. I forgot about that. Dead weight. They're not using him. Well, they're not using him because they want to trade him. However, if you need a tight end waiver wire, go get Zach Ertz. Yeah, for the Cardinals, he is. Yep, he could be. He might do nothing. I don't know. He won't do nothing. But tight ends are you. Tight ends are a real thin position. If you need He's going to be real end, popular. Go find him. He's going to be real popular in Arizona. Yep. Go find Zach Ertz. Yeah. Um, so Philadelphia and the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to do it. Eagles. I I wish you all could see the look on his face. I'm going to do it. Eagles. Uh, Why not? Why wouldn't they so, win this game? All right. Here's my problem with the Eagles. <laughs> you only Why? have one? <laughs> what? What is people's infatuation with this team? I don't I don't know. Like honestly. people keep thinking they're gonna be good. For what? What have they done that makes you think they're gonna they beat the Panthers? That's it. Yeah, they've fallen off. They a beat little. the Falcons. Then they got the brakes beat off them in Dallas. I they got the brakes beat off them against the Chiefs. They didn't really make it competitive against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers pretty much just scored whenever they wanted to to keep the game away. But it was not it was not an entertaining game. They <laughs> Jalen Hurts. It, it's amazing. He's 70% of their offense. That's because their offense is horrible. It is awful. It's awful. Here's a game plan for you. If you don't give the ball to Miles Sanders 16 times, you will lose. Guaranteed. Not that he's that great. But you cannot <laughs> let Jalen Hurts try to do yeah. everything that they're trying to make He's him do. not that. He's not that good. But in their defense, uh, Carson Wentz is going to keep playing because the Colts are doing better. So um, they're going to have like three first-round picks. So yep. this is his probably only season as the starter for the Eagles. Could very well be. I don't think they're sold. I'm not. I'm I want, not either. It's not very good. People that 
people that only look at stats and fantasy think that he's doing pretty good, but he's not. I agree. People also feel the same way about Taylor Heineke. They think, oh, he's doing good. Way better fantasy quarterback than he is in real I saw life. an article that's like, hey, these people aren't good at real football, but they're good for your fantasy yep. team. That's Both those them. dudes on there. Um, so I'm taking the Vegas Raiders. Okay. That's I am that's a much I'm better impressed pick, how but... well they came out against the Broncos. I mean, they were ready to hit something. <laughs> <laughs> they were motivated. Um all right. The next game we're gonna use the spread. Yep. So Houston and Arizona. So Houston's getting seventeen and a half points. <laughs> that's a college football spread right there. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, seventeen and a half points. In professional football, that's unreal. that's what I'm saying. That's a college football number. That's a college football number. So I take uh, Houston. I will too with that spread. Seventeen and a half is a lot of points, y'all. That's a lot of points. That's three possessions. Yep. Yep. That's three touchdowns. It is because yeah, because seventeen and a half. Yeah. You can't three touchdowns and a field goal. That you've got three touchdowns. Yeah. That's massive. It might as well be 21 points. All right. Indianapolis and San Francisco, no spread. Shoot, I don't know. I take the Colts. I should have went first because I kind of want to take the Colts too, but I want to disagree with you. But Disagree. Come on. Disagree. Disagree. I don't believe in the 49ers. Disagree. Colts. Here's your conspiracy theory. The Packers didn't trade Rodgers in the offseason. Because they wanted the number two pick. So they told the uh, 49ers to draft Lance, and they're going to trade Rodgers to San Francisco for Trey Lance at the end of the season. I mean, I would definitely label that a conspiracy theory. That's got less of a chance of happening than Rodgers to Pittsburgh. Ooh, I don't know. Rodgers to Pittsburgh is more likely than what you just said. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I think Rodgers to Cleveland should happen, it won't happen. I think it will. Nope. All right. Next one with a spread. <laughs> Detroit getting 15 points against the Rams. Rams. I think this is in Detroit. I don't care. Rams. <laughs> well, I mean, it does to me. Like, nope. Rams. I, so I feel bad for, by the way, I, think, I feel bad for Dan Campbell. I think this got edited out of the video, the episode that was chopped into 40 pieces and thrown on the burn pile because the computer didn't want to cooperate. Um, we love Dan Campbell. Yeah, we really do. All right, this is in L.A. Because, um, like, Matt Stafford going back to Detroit is a whole other thing. Right. Yeah. That like would be, for the Detroit fans. Yeah, like nice. Yeah. Um, Dan, Like, Dan Campbell crying after the game. They lost to the Vikings. Some people criticized it. Mm-mm. I loved, loved it. I every loved second that. of it, man. Because did I, you hear what he said? Like it wasn't just that he was emotional. Like, oh, I'm upset we lost. He's he, like, I hate that for the players when yeah. you see your guys give everything they have and you come up short. I hate that for my guys. Yeah, and then after this last game when they got blown out, blown out <laughs> by the Bengals. Yeah. Um. He said, asking about Jared Goff, he said, he's got to play better. He didn't play. He didn't make enough. He's got to make some plays to help us. He needs help, but he's got to play better. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh, he's burying Jared Goff. He kind of buried the whole team. Yeah. But he also said the 100% truth. Like, he has to be better. I agree. I He is. I, I like the guy. A lot. I love the guy. Yeah. I would trade he, my head coach for him. 
<laughs> I think I might too. What? What? Are you oh shocked? Oh my gosh. I am. What's, what's wrong with. I mean, Detroit would take your trade. They would yeah, take that trade. Maybe that, all right. Let me back that up. I would. You want Dan I Campbell and Jared Goff? No, no, no. T.J. Watt and Mike Tomlin. No, 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 no. <laughs> Here's what I should have said. I would love to see some of Dan Campbell's like emotional involvement and to see clearly how much he cares about everything. I would love to see more of that in Pittsburgh with Tomlin. Tomlin's very, and, and to his credit, he's got his own kind of, like, Tomlin's really cool. He's really, like, level. He never gets rattled. But I would love some of that, like, fire that Dan Campbell's got. Here's That's the deal. what I should have said. They couldn't put a spread on this game big enough for me to take the Lions. If they put a 30-point spread on it, I'd probably still take the Rams. Yeah. It's only 15. This is going to be a blowout. Yeah. Of massive proportions. Yeah. This was a three-touchdown game. Yeah. And I think uh, it would be closer if it was in Detroit. Maybe. I would still take the Rams. I, it would be an emotional, Easily. more of an emotional thing for Matt Stafford if it was in Detroit. It would. It would. There'd be a lot more around at homecoming. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. like, but also, like, he loved it there. He, he did. Didn't, he didn't hate it. Right. It wasn't ugly. It wasn't yeah. a terrible end to things. Like, yeah. He's loved and respected. And the Lions fans love him too. Absolutely. They would have been just wrecked into two different people. Like, what do I do? Yeah. What like at least with Tom Brady, you can hate Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Boy, that's easy. But like they still like we <sighs> love and respect Tom Brady, but we No we the don't. game time starts, we hate you. Detroit Lion fans have nothing to root for. So they're going to root for their old players, even if they're other places, because then like uh, we kind of their team's zero and six. Yeah, gosh, and fixing to go zero and seven. The only defeated team left, <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't look like it's changed. They look like oh, they're it's getting not going to change this week. They're getting worse. They're losing this week. Who they got next week? The Eagles. Say- they got the Eagles next week. They got a chance. Ugh, I don't know. A chance. I'm still picking the Eagles, but a chance. I'm, I'm, they did week one. They actually looked like they might be. You know what I said at the beginning of the season that I thought the NFC East was going to be way better this year. As a whole, it is, but that's only because Dallas is way better. The rest of that division did not. Man, the Giants are awful. The Eagles <laughs> are as bad as I thought they were going to be. But they're in second place. <laughs> The football team has been the big disappointment. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone hyped him up this offseason. Yeah, Greenberg. Yeah. Holy like, cow, Greenberg. He roped all kinds of people into this. He did, too. And I even, I didn't buy that level of hype, but I even thought the football team's going to be good this year. I, but I was thinking Ryan Fitzpatrick. Taylor Heineke's not a step down from Ryan Fitzpatrick. They did put a graphic up last night. Uh, Josh Allen like record against the past bill starters. And then like Ryan Fitzpa- young Ryan Fitzpatrick is on the screen. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, wow. <laughs> like, boy, it was like Josh Allen, Jim Kelly, Ryan Fitzpatrick up until Ryan, <laughs> uh, 
Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the number two quarterback in like starts for like the first whatever. That's wild. I'm like, oh. that's really wild. <laughs> that's hard to imagine. That's a Cleveland Browns quarterback stat right there. I know, but it wouldn't be because it was longer than three games. Yeah, that's true. They're about to re-enter that again. I know. And the Mayfield's Panthers are in it the right guy. now. We haven't talked about it because there's no reason to talk about it. The Panthers stink. Yeah, their 3-0 was a mirage. Well, I think they just got the will beat out of them when they went to Dallas. That's what I'm going with. Oh, my goodness. You can go with whatever you want. Mirage, the will beat 3-0 was a mirage. Whatever you want. McCaffrey being out has not helped. McCaffrey... If McCaffrey was Sam playing, Darnold he would also be in a guy MVP conversation. So Sam Darnold, I can't remember who was on Twitter who was bashing Sam Darnold, said he stinks in New York. He's going to stink anywhere he goes. He's not any good. <laughs> There's no need to trade for him. Like, just don't worry about it. And then they get him, and then the first three games, he, he came out, he's like, all right, I got bullied into apologizing. I have to apologize. I was wrong. Then three games later, he's like, nope, I take it back. I was right. <laughs> he stinks. Ugh. I thought Sam Darnold wasn't as bad as he looked in New York. And I thought the first three games, I was like, all right, look at that. Like, he he's proving that, you know, my optimistic thoughts about him might be true. Now, good old New York Sam Darnold is back. Dark. What yeah, did I, Darnold, I don't know. Whatever his name he is. He needs to get the Adam Gase off his back or something. I don't know. <laughs> did <laughs> you something. hear, uh, who was it? Who was it? Some New York Jets fan said, I never thought I would say these words. I forget who it was. Some sports personality was like, but I miss Adam Gase. <laughs> You're like, the Jets offense is that bad. I miss Adam Gase. Do you know how atrocious oh, something be? Week, didn't they? I honestly don't remember. I think they did. Either way, I saw this in the last week. Somebody, some Jets fan was saying, I miss Adam Gase. Do you know how bad you have to be for someone to say that? They are struggling. Holy um, cow, do you have to be bad. And they play New England this week. So here's Loss. the deal with New England. Like, they've had a rough go of it, right? They're going to beat the teams they should beat and compete for games that... I mean, they're going to be... They're going to be in the mix of it when it gets to the end of the season. It, for playoffs? Yeah. Uh, I think they will be because I think their schedule's pretty weak. I don't know about playoffs. They're not winning the division. They're gonna, so they're going to get got to get a wild card spot. The Jets two games, two wins. They get the Dolphins for two games or another game. They've already beat them once. Yeah, right. Probably. Well, I guess they've already beat the. They've only beat the Dolphins and the. Oh no, they lost to the Dolphins. Yeah, they beat the Patriots and they are the Patriots. The Texans. Sorry, the Jets. Sorry. There we go. I'm reading, thinking. I can't do two things at one time. Much like my computer. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think they'll be in the mix of it. I don't. They get to play the Jaguars. Um, who knows? I mean, they're probably going to beat the Bills one game because it's the Patriots. I don't know about that. They're not going to be in the playoff picture. They'll be close to it. I don't think they're as bad. I think they're better than two and four. Are they going to win six games, seven games? Uh, Seven games, maybe. Let's put it this way. That's not playoff. I think that the Steelers will have a losing record. Wrong. I'm very adamant about that. 
And I think if they lined up and played each other, that the Patriots would beat the Steelers. Yeah, I feel pretty strongly about that. Hmm. If they played in four games, they'd win at least three of them. They'd win three? Yeah. They play four games. I think Pittsburgh wins at least two. Judon has at least 10 sacks in those games. <sighs> you think we're afraid of getting sacked? We get I mean, sacked all get the time. Sack gets sacked all the time. I know, but he just. A couple more times of getting sacked. It's hard to sack Roethlisberger anymore. They'll get better once he gets gets sacked enough times and then he's out off the field. Yeah, Dewey Haskins can come in and pick it up. Mason Rudolph comes in. I still think they were better against the Browns last year with Mason Rudolph than they were with Ben Roethlisberger. I've said it. I believe it. I don't think I'm wrong. There was some long balls that were created whenever Rudolph came in. Now, there was a point at the beginning – of Ben Roethlisberger's career where when he got hurt and went out, the offense got better when the backup quarterback came in. Charlie Batch. And Byron Leftwich. Leftwich. Now, I can remember two specific games. I remember who they were playing. I remember he went out, the backup came in, and they were way better. And I believe Batch was one of them and Leftwich was the other. I remember watching it and thinking, these guys are better than him. But you were wrong. I don't think I was. Oh, Roethlis- Roethlisberger's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Byron Leftwich and Charlie Batch. Is he Batch a Hall of Fame been- quarterback yes. over Eli Manning? Yes. Are you sure? Oh, gosh, yes. Ben Roethlisberger's way better than Eli Manning. Oh, goodness, yes. That's not close. Mm. What? That's mm. not close. Roethlisberger mm. is in a different tier than Eli Manning. Hmm. Mm. Why is that not what? Uh, what possibly is not true about ooh. that? I think they're in the same category, the same exact one. I don't think they are. I don't. I just don't think they are. Eli Manning had so many bad years, so many. He's got the two rings. So many bad years. I mean, he's Roethlisberger just, has not had that many bad me th- years. I do not think that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think either. I don't think he is. I think he probably gets in because his last name is Manning, and he beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. I think he does get into, but I don't. And those are the should. only reasons why. Well, those are the only things he's got that you could put on a Hall of Fame resume. He didn't ever I lead mean, the league in anything. He wasn't a prolific passer. He never carried his team. He never put up big yards, lots of touchdowns. He wasn't clutch. Well, let's close it out on something positive. Yeah, Roethlisberger's a, little, a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're getting a little negative here. Ben Roethlisberger's a legend. That's the Monday positive. night. I think Monday's the 25th. You should probably know this. Uh, um, yes. Is it is Monday the 25th? Yes, because next Sunday's the 24th. Right. Yep. The 25th, which happens to be my anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the Manning broadcast is back on ESPN2. Hoorah! Let's, Let's go. go. That's yeah. right. 
It'll make Monday Night Football watchable. Yeah. I like Lewis Riddick. I got to say, so, I was watching the game last night. I like Lewis Riddick. I like Lewis Riddick, too. He was breaking down some of that stuff we talked about. He's like, oh, they're playing two deep safeties. This guy should have gone. I was like, I appreciate Lewis Riddick. Yeah, I like him. Brian Greasy's okay. Steve Levy's voice gets on my nerves sometimes. I just don't like his voice. Mm-hmm. People are probably saying that about me. Sure. I assume you guys aren't listening to this because <laughs> why would you listen to this if you don't like my voice? That's right. I'm not singing. I can if you want me to. I, I can't. Well, yeah, you can't. Nope. Um. Anyways, Monday Night Football, it's back. Mannings. It makes bad games more fun to watch. And mostly the Monday Night Game slates are... Last week, this week's was the best one. Most of the other ones, I just don't care. They haven't been all that great thus far. They're not bad games. I just don't care. With the exception of the Dallas game, but that wasn't a really good game. It was for me, not for anyone else. Correct. So, I'm excited. I don't even know who's playing. Was it the Saints and someone? The Saints and Seahawks. Yeah. Intriguing. I can't wait to listen to Peyton Manning break down. What is Jameis Winston doing? <laughs> Jameis Winston is the anti-Peyton Manning. Jameis Winston's got a big arm. He says retarded things all the time. And he throws the ball just anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. He is the least cerebral quarterback. And then Geno Smith came out and he... Benched Eli Manning in yeah. New York. Now Eli's going to get a chance to tear him apart on Monday Night Football. There we go. Probably won't. Probably a lot of respect there. Class. Eli Manning's class. Uh, that Manning cast is amazing. It's very good. It's so much fun. It is. Um, Yeah. I don't know who decided to do that, but they should get a raise for it. They should. Um, I'm waiting for like the Manning... YouTube channel. Like, it seems like that's the way that everything's sort of going. Like, even ESPN is going. They have some shows that are just ESPN Plus and some that are just on YouTube. Hmm. Like, there's some, like, stuff they're doing to grow that. I think that's a growing okay. thing. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't like it. You don't? Just, I do. Just stop. There's too much... There's too many shows to watch as it is. I don't need more. Well, I mean, like, you know, I work from home, so, like, a lot of times I'll throw first take or get up one in the background, and there's, like, two or three hours, two hours, and it's essentially the same thing for two hours, but they repeat it live, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, I get to listen to this person take the same take twice. I don't care. Right. The best parts are... Uh, Jeff Saturday sat him down <laughs> thing where he talks about people getting pancaked and he gives people like one, two or three pancakes for their blocks. <laughs> it's awesome. And then like uh, Marcus Spears has like a throw him out the club segment or something. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched any of those shows. Yeah. They're pretty good. I don't I mean, first take home, is so. pretty much unwatchable except on Mondays after the Cowboys win. Because Michael Irvin's on with Stephen A. Smith, and they're both Garbage. equally obnoxious yeah. in opposite directions. Yeah. And it's somewhat entertaining. Yeah. I did see a good Stephen A. meme. I don't know when this clip was born, but Stephen A. was just, hey there, how you doing? 
good to see you. Nice to see you. Chuckling, laughing. And it was memed as like the the Tennessee defensive line waiting on Josh Allen at that first down marker on the (laughs) one-yard line. Hey there. Nice to see you. All right. Well, we've officially thought about stopping this five times, so it's time time to get off here. We appreciate everybody for listening to this, wherever you yep. listen to it from. Um, we hope that you tell your friends about it. Yep. Um, we hope that you listen again. We hope you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's right. And, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Tell us that we're ridiculous. No one voted on the poll on the Rich Rod thing. Yeah, I was really hoping to get some people on my team there. We were at 50%. Yeah. It's me and Jr. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I didn't I actually forgot about it. Then I went back to check and I didn't see it. So I'll probably have to ask my wife how to, how to, how to, hey, how do do I figure out what happened to this thing? I also like tried to do like a story with a slide up to a link and it never worked. So I don't know what the deal with that is. I'll probably have to ask my wife. I mean, wife I don't know how to do any of that I, stuff. I'm about to make her an admin on our page so she can do all that stuff. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be just fine. Cause I, if I can get a plain Facebook post out there, I'm doing good. Yeah, you did post fantasy advice one time. I did. It wasn't great. I didn't check to see if anyone liked that or saw it. People did see it. And I never did it again. No one liked it. Okay. It sounds about right. Yeah. It's probably wrong. <laughs> I've been trying to focus on the Twitter sphere. The Twitter sphere is a lot more fun. It's a lot more active. It's the only thing I actually do from time to time. Yeah, like and like... Oh, my goodness. The only thing I did tweet from this weekend. Did you see Lamar's... We'll make this quick. Lamar's interception to Kaiser White over the middle. No. I tweeted immediately, that's the worst interception of all time. He literally threw it to Kaiser White, hit him in the face with the ball. There was no receiver on the screen. It was not even remotely close to anything or anyone that it should have been close to. By the way, two linebackers from WVU, Kaiser White, Mm -hmm. David Long Jr., both undersized. Long people, played a heck of a game last people night. People said, all oh, these guys, they won't be good professionals. They're not big enough, whatever. David Long Jr. was making tackles everywhere. He was literally, they. it was every other play. Yeah. Sometimes every play, they were like, oh, there's Long in there again. So him and there's Long Kaiser in there White again. over with the Chargers is making plays all over he the place is. too. Those guys are playing really well. Yeah. Kwiatkowski's yeah. doing well out there in Out Las of Vegas. all the things from WVU that we would thought would Linebackers. be. Linebackers, man. Who to thunk? Yeah, but that's that's what's going on. That's what's happening. Yeah, I don't know. Bruce Irvin had a stint with the. Uh, yeah, that was a long time. A few ago. teams, that but was a long time I was ago. just saying, like defensive linebackers in seem seem to be what West Virginia's produced well in recent years. It's just weird. It is. Anyways, there will be a WVU starting quarterback on Monday night, Geno Smith. <laughs> that's right. Let's hope he has a game like he did against Baylor. Man, that would be awesome. He's 70. throwing it all over the place. Well, Throw it to 14. Yeah, he's probably going to be covered fails. by Marshawn Lattimore all week. I don't care. Night, so. Throw it to 14. Throw it to 16. Throw it to 14. He's bigger than Marshawn Lattimore. Is he on your team? Fancy team? No. Oh. I just, why would you not throw it to that guy? Yeah, I did win this week, and my opponent had Derrick Henry. I did too. So, weird. I won by 30 points, and my opponent I had Derrick that, Henry. Like, like, you want to trade him to me? You're not using him right, so. <laughs> I mean, might as well trade him to me. I'll use him. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yep. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep, see ya.